This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery. And today, Luke, we are going to be talking all about how to manage your time. It's so something you, I'm terrible at. Are you really? Yeah. We're going to get into that. Not yeah. very good. This, this is really a, a podcast for me. Yeah. I'm just going to join in on the fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, if you listen to anyone who has achieved a high level of success in their career, you'll find one thing in common, and that is focus. From Bill Gates to Elon Musk, these people seem to have a superhuman ability for productivity. Believe it or not, this isn't achieved through just natural talent or even a higher level of intelligence. The number one obviously habit to staying focused <laughs> and that they credit their success to is how they properly manage their day. So today we're going to talk about how to effectively manage your time so you can focus on what matters the most in your business. Now, I had to laugh whenever we uh, chose this topic uh, because I'm actually working with someone right now about managing their time. And I look through it and I go, I know how to manage time. The actual challenge is <laughs> doing it, <laughs> actually managing the time. So I want to start off before we get into like the meat of it. Like, how do you manage your, like, how do you manage your time? How yep. do you structure your day? Um, so I've learned to manage it a lot more through my calendar mm. than I ever used to. So I have a uh, executive assistant um, that, you know, helps me there. But I have learned to now, if it doesn't go on my calendar, and here's what I mean by that too, is I'm now even doing things like review Josh's email, yep. respond to Jay. Like I'm literally like throwing those things on my calendar in little five minute, 10 minute That's blocks great. because I will forget the, I am like a space cadet, the amount of times I forget to respond to things. So I'm starting to do that a ton more. The other thing that I try to do is we read the book, how to get things done. I think it's called Yeah, David it's, Allen. Yeah. A long time ago, yeah. but he talks getting things done. Yeah. Getting things done. That's yeah. what it is. But he talks about like, if it's a five minute or under task, yes. like just do it. Yeah. Do that immediately. Yeah. So I've been trying to implement that too. We had it's someone like, who I used to work with us. Her name is Rachel. I'm not sure if she listens to the show or shout out if you do, but she had that philosophy where it was like, if it takes me under five minutes, she would just do it immediately. And I saw it firsthand. It's smart. Yeah, yeah, super smart. So we're going to talk about that because we're going to talk about that in the time blocking. The, the first thing you want to do before actually moving into your time blocking is you need to sit down and actually decide on what you care about. So what mm. that means is both from a values perspective, but also from a goals and business objective perspective. So if you haven't sat down and looked at where your income and where your revenue and those uh, revenue earning activities are actually uh, coming from, that's where you've got to start first, because from there, it'll start to create your priorities and what you actually need to be spending uh, your time on, which then ultimately leads into actually listing out those priorities. Yeah, that's so good because the temptation is to be busy, not productive. Oh my gosh, yeah. That is the temptation all the time in business. No, everyone uh, gravitates towards the shallow work because it's easy, it's thought, it's thoughtless. And you still feel like you're working. If you've ever caught yourself between meetings, what do you do? Well, I'm going to go check my email because I don't have to think. Yep. I just have to, and I, I still feel productive. So once you list out all your priorities, now the way that you want to do this is you want to start bucketing them into things that are, um, and I would recommend like the Eisenhower matrix, okay. right? It's the one that Stephen yeah, yeah. Covey talks about, the four quadrants. I posted that on my Instagram a long time ago. Yeah. I think they made a video on so it. So if you do urgent, like if you look at a quadrant and you go uh, things that are urgent and important, you want to do those things now. Things that are not urgent but important, that's what you want to actually schedule time on your calendar to do. This is where the majority of your time and your effort should be spent. These are things that are important to your business but aren't immediate things. 
uh, those would be the urgent and important ones. That's the five-minute things you can just work right. out in the now, here and now. Then you want to look at things that are urgent and not important. Those are things that you want to delegate to others or leverage other services in your business to accomplish. This, these are things that don't require your expertise. So those would th- be things that fall into that quadrant. And then the last one and where most people end up falling into the trap is the not urgent and not important. You want to delete those things. That's busy work. Those are distractions. Those are things that don't add any measurable yeah. value. Once you've got all of your priorities listed out there, the next thing you want to do is time blocking. Now you already started talking about this, yes. where you're literally blocking time off on your calendar to do not just for meetings. I think what most yeah. people do is they only put meetings on their calendar, which is essentially letting everybody else control yeah. your day versus actually putting things that you want to accomplish in your day. On yeah. Your I have even like post on social. Yep. On my calendar right now. So like just as a trigger to remind me, it doesn't mean always, oh, I'll be honest. It doesn't mean always I take that specific moment and do it if I'm tied up at that moment, but it's a great reminder. And I live off my calendar now. So you talk about like preparation. I'm huge on telling people, hey, look, the night before, look at your calendar for the day yeah. ahead, right? Or the Sunday, look at your calendar for the week. And schedule that on your calendar. Yes, Schedule correct. your prep time for the next day on your calendar. Again, not because you're going to do it specifically from 5.45 to 6 p.m. If yeah. That's your goal, right? You want to be able to stay disciplined enough where you can. But because it's on your calendar, you don't have an excuse not yeah, to do it. And you, you commit you can't to it. forget it. Right? Yeah, it, it's, it takes you from being reactive to being proactive, right? Yeah. We, we live so much in the reactive. So going meeting to meeting, phone call to phone call, task to task. And that's when you get stuck in the things that are busy work, not really important, not really urgent yep. because you haven't prepared. And if you just take a little bit of time, time block. I even read an article one time that said really, really successful people like the Warren Buffetts of the world, they're time blocking down to 15 minute time. Oh, I've heard seven minutes. minutes. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So yeah. they go in short, short little increments and it makes sense because how many meetings do you go to that are an hour long that are actually productive? How many things do you do that are an hour long that are actually really productive in the way you're doing it? No, you actually find if you can go in short little spurts, you're yeah. way more productive. It's so efficient. much harder now, like since we've been virtual, because you want to have like that first few minutes before a meeting to kind of small talk. A little chit chat. Yeah, a little chit chat. But no, exactly what you're saying. So you want to make sure you're scheduling time to do these bigger areas. It also promotes deep work. So time that you can actually stay focused and think, turn off the distractions. There are so many uh, computer applications and so many software plugins that you can use that will actually... Uh, well, Macs have it built right in. You can turn on the do not disturb. You can turn it on focus mode, but there's other things that allow you to do that as well. If you're thinking about how can I apply this to your business? Well, look, if you're not making your cold calls, schedule two hours in the morning to sit there and make your cold calls. Put that on your calendar, stay committed to it. You can also do what's called task batching. So this is where you take a series of this shallow work and batch it into one 30 minute chunk or hour chunk out of your day. This could be your emails and messages. I remember years ago, saw, I listened to a podcast and the number one thing, one of the things they recommended for time management was schedule time to check your emails. Definitely highly recommend that. This could be your social media. This could be writing, paperwork, research, networking, anything that you feel like you can batch together and take care of in one chunk. If you don't want to do the seven minutes to respond to email, yep. seven minutes to post on social media, uh, obviously your meetings will be scheduled, prep time for the next day we talked about, and then schedule thinking time on your calendar. Don't forget about that time that you can actually think and reflect on the things that Bill are Bill Gates in your schedules, I believe, 
you have to look it up, but I believe it's like two weeks out of the year, he goes away to a secluded place and just reads and thinks. I like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I could do that. I'm not Bill (laughs) Gates, but maybe, but you'd think it's powerful. Like Warren Buffett, the majority of his day, he spends four hours a day reading. That's what they say. Now, you don't know if this folklore is really true or not, but if if it is true, based upon what they've said, it makes sense because there's there's a little bit of truth in every legend. Yeah, exactly. Jeff Bezos tries to make just one good decision a day. So if you take all of these themes of these really, really successful people, what are you boiling it down to? What they're really doing is they're thinking about the decisions that they're making. They're not just reacting. They're not just leaping before they think. They're actually taking some time. The next uh, idea that you could do, this is sort of another option for how to plan out your day, right? So time blocking is one that we talked about. The other day idea would be this idea of day theming. Now, I never heard of this term before, before I started looking this up, but it's going to be pretty obvious to everyone what it means. But that's taking a specific day during the week and focusing that on a particular theme. So maybe that's content. Maybe you take your content, your social media scheduling, your writing, right? Yep. If you're writing blogs for your for your uh, business or writing emails, block all of that, uh, take all of that content in one day because what that'll do is it essentially gets you in the zone of creativity. So if you're trying to jump from a meeting about finances to uh, sales calls to uh, setting up email drip campaigns to creating social media content, kind of like what <laughs> we fall into the trap of when we come out of some meetings and then have to record a podcast immediately. Theme your day around a uh, particular thing. I think I was thinking through this. I mean, I don't I don't know that we can do it, but how cool would it be as an organization even? If you could to, theme it all. Yeah, to only do like marketing on Mondays. Yeah. Only talk about sales on Tuesdays. Only talk about human resources and employee relations on Wednesdays. And then every meeting that gets scheduled has to be in that, that theme. In that vein. Because then you're always consistently thinking and then you can follow through. Then you're in that mindset. That it yeah. would be super interesting yeah. as a test. So that's pretty much it. Bigger These bigger picture areas in your business that you want to focus on. And then the last thing that we're going to recommend is measure your results. So what I mean by that is um, make sure that you are tracking how long certain things take you. Because once you start scheduling your day, and let's say you start scheduling 10 minutes or 15 minutes to do a particular task, and you find yourself consistently going over, right? Go ahead and then schedule more time for that task. The other uh, tip that I read that I thought was really interesting is instead of time blocking, where you are giving yourself an hour to write. Okay. You do what's considered uh, time boxing, which is actually imposing a limitation on yourself. So uh, maybe let's use uh, phone calls. Cold calls sure. is a better example. Time blocking would be, I'm going to make phone calls from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., right? Time boxing is saying, I'm going to have 50 conversations mm from between 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. And you're imposing, now maybe phone calls is tough because you actually have to get people to pick up the phone to have the conversation, but whatever that metric would be, you're actually imposing a result out of it. So another one would be like writing. I'm going to write for an hour versus I'm going to write the first draft of a blog post in an hour. I love that. You know, what I always tell people, like when you want to scale a business, the key to scale is all obviously as you grow leverage. You first got to do, then you got to document, then you got to delegate. You'll never get to the delegate part if you haven't successfully tracked and measured your results. And also, when you think about the framework of really writing down all of your tasks, the task batching thing that you were talking about, I think it was Tom Ferry who talks about this that I've mentioned a couple of times. He uses the green light, red, or yellow light, red light. And the idea here is put all the tasks you hate to do in red light all the tasks you don't mind, but you don't really want to do in yellow and all the tasks you love to do in green, what you essentially defined in the yellow and the green cat or yellow and red categories 
are the jobs that you should delegate out and find for other people to do so you can work on your best stuff every single day. And if you apply that and you've tracked the measurements of results of how long those tasks should take, now you know what you want the person to do, how long it should take. So you essentially have the job requirements and job description to delegate out and scale your business. Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of benefits there, obviously we went over it, but you, uh, doing this allows you to promote deep work so you can work uh, on maybe it's preparing speech, researching, whatever it is uh, specifically you're doing. You stay in something longer, you get into the zone. You can do more efficient, shallow work to so the emails, the phone calls, the messages, makes you aware of how you spend your time so you can create better estimates, plan better. I love this one. I actually counteracts perfectionism because I struggle with this. The whole idea of done is better than perfect. So that's the whole time boxing idea. And then obviously following up, following through on your goals. Because if you're putting it on your calendar, that is uh, not planning to fail. It's planning to win. Planning to win, ladies and gentlemen. Hashtag that. Hashtag that. that. Put that on a poster and an inspirational (laughs) quote. There you go. There is how to manage your time. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to statepaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. If you like this episode and looking for ways to support the show, two ways we ask you to do it. First is to head on over to Apple Podcasts. Drop us a five-star review along with a comment. We'll read it here on the show. And the best way to help out the show is to tell a friend, share this episode on your uh, social media. Uh, Luke and Ariel. Mm. And listeners, <laughs> how can you tell that? <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> how can you tell that trees poop? How can you tell trees poop? Because we have number two pencils. <laughs> 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 if you want to get older, of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram. We're at Stay Paid Podcast. I sent that one to my dad. He thought it was funny too. <laughs> For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acree. Guys, here's your action item from this. Take a number two pencil, write us a note. No, I'm just kidding. Here's your action item. I encourage all of you, start putting onto your calendar the task that you need to get done, not just the meetings and appointments you have. I believe this can be a game changer for you if you commit to working your calendar. So the things that you think are simple, but you know need to get done, throw those on your calendar so you don't forget about them. It's so powerful to use as an efficiency tool to drive you to be more productive. Remember, the difference between top producers and mediocre producers is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 